If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Cracking the code of feelings and frequencies is like unlocking a secret intuitive language. In this episode, we'll show you how to get really good at reading the emotional vibes around you and enhancing your empathic skills. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. This is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium at SedonaMedium.com. And hi, Robert. Hello. I am Reiki Master Teacher Robert Wooten. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I am really feeling a lot of energy today as we sit down to record because anytime there's a big weather shift that involves a lot of water in the atmosphere, I always feel that thickness that's in the air. And right now we've got some clouds and weather moving through, which is just an electricity that's happening that feels really like, ooh, lots of things could happen today. Yeah, It's a good time to sit down and talk about breaking through and moving forward with your intuitive skills and abilities, particularly if you are an empath. Today, we are going to be talking about how you can tap into more emotional intelligence and how that is going to help enhance 
your empathic abilities and your intuitive communication with others. Also, potentially, if something down the line you want to do is develop mediumship, this is something that can really help you with that. So we are going to dive into this topic today of how to, how to get started with building up your emotional intelligence. I've been really excited about this topic because I think it's so easy to separate out that you have these intuitive abilities and they're separate somehow from what you're feeling inside your body. For me, those things blend a lot. In fact, we talked about this yesterday when you were asking me whether I was sensing something or whether I was thinking about something. And it's hard for me sometimes to separate those things because a lot of times I will think something and then I'll apply my intuitive energy to it to see, well, how does that feel energetically? Or I'll have an insight from something and then I will put my brain to it and try to think about like, well, what do I think about that? And I think it's important to, at times, keep those things separated so that you can be clear. What do you mean at times? <laughs> All the time. Good thing to keep those things separated. Right. But and it's very difficult is what I'm pointing it out. It is really difficult. And the reason you ha need to keep those separate is that our minds are terrible in interpreting intuitive information because the information is coming without all the explanation, without the practical details that's behind it. And so our brains just make up an interpretation based on what we already know. But intuitive information comes in because it is stuff we don't already know. So you might get a feeling about something that's coming up or happening and you're like, oh, I just have this really strong dread feeling. Mm -hmm. And your brain might take a hold of that and be like, well, I bet it's about this yeah, it's exactly because I right, have yeah. this thing that's going on already that I'm already a little bit fearful about or anxious about or nervous about. And so I'm going to attach this intuitive hit, which is a real feeling, which is saying, hey, something is off here. I'm going to attach it to something that I already know. And really, it may have absolutely nothing to do with that thing that you have your personal attachment and investment right. Yeah. So what happens is your brain takes this accurate information and applies it into an entirely different realm. And then as a result of that, you make a decision that is inaccurate. Or you are like, oh, my intuition was wrong. No, it wasn't wrong. The intuition was right. Your brain was wrong. Your brain did not know how to file away the information you received. Right. And this is why you've got to develop the skill in communicating with your spirit guides to a higher level so that you're not relying on your brain to interpret the information anymore. You're working directly with your spirit guides so that they give you not only the hint, but they give you the interpretation as well or help you to identify where to apply it in your life so that that way you're not getting blindsided all the time and you're not you know, developing more and more self-doubt because <laughs> you're, you know, getting things a little bit off, you know. The hit itself is right. The interpretation a lot of times is inaccurate until you get, you learn how to work directly with your guides on it. I can imagine that the first step of that is to recognize that your brain is about to jump into gear and instead of problem solve, which is what we always tend to lean into, like, oh, I get this feeling, so it must be that. We're trying to solve the riddle of what that feeling is. Perhaps we should step back and ask a question. What is this? What does this oh mean? Oh my gosh, I could respond to this in so many ways. Right. I'll start by just saying a lot of times people are stopping too early. They're getting information and immediately their mind begins to jump in and take over the message 
and pollute it in some way. And instead, if they had just stayed in that listening space, more and more would have been revealed. More information is available that's there, especially when you've done this deep work that we do in communicating with your spirit guides in that program. It really helps you understand how to unfold the information in the process. But Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's it happens to everybody where sensitive people are confused because they're like, I know I'm getting stuff, but, you know, sometimes my stuff is off or sometimes, you know, I'm getting my own self confused. And it's because there's these bad, bad intuition habits where the mind gets involved. And that's part of the learning is learning how to set the mind aside to be present with the divine intuitive feelings that we're getting. That is all a big aside from what we're talking about today. But I'm glad that we talked about it because it is something that I think everybody struggles with. And you have to keep a discipline around keeping the mind out of the way because the mind will always pollute the message. Today, we're talking about enhancing your emotional intelligence and how that can help you enhance your sensory perception as an empath. And how this plays into our deeper understanding is so often I hear from people who are empathic, and you know, I experienced this a lot myself, was having feelings and sensations that I couldn't put into words. I'd walk into a room and I'd have a feeling that I might be able to describe as heavy or light or tingly, but not really have a good descriptor to go deeper with what that meant. And also sometimes you're getting impressions and you want to be able to share what you're feeling and what you're sensing around another person or around a situation with someone else, but you may not have the exact language that feels just Mm -hmm. right to convey that information. And when you're taking an interpretation, always there's a little bit lost in the process, but when you're taking a frequency and identifying or trying to come up with words to describe that frequency for someone You want to maintain a sense of accuracy and maintain a faithfulness to what the frequency was. And that's hard to do when we're not as emotionally tapped in, which is ironic because empaths are very connected to the emotions of other people, what's happening within their inner storm and inner world, and also the environments of spaces and being able to really pick up on those emotions. But the challenge comes in, transferring that feeling and that sensation into the the correct word to describe the feeling, the frequency, and the sensation. And so that's what we're shifting today. This is also really helpful in my mediumship when I'm reading for others. And I want to describe specifically the feeling that their loved one on the other side is giving me, having more nuanced language other than they're happy (laughs) is very helpful in accurately portraying or describing what that person on the other side is feeling. And that's very important because, you know, we need a greater description and understanding of what they are experiencing. So we're talking today about getting into the language of feelings. 
One of the things that can be really, really helpful in expanding your emotional intelligence and in turn being able to describe frequencies as feelings is using a feeling chart. Feeling charts, you know, go beyond saying, I'm angry, Mm -hmm. I'm happy, I'm sad. I mean, those are more easily identifiable sensations or relatable experiences, but there's so much nuance that is inside of that. Like angry can be aggressive, it can be critical, it can be humiliated. You can also have sad, like that can be guilty, it can feel vulnerable or lonely or despair. All of those are very different energies. But yes, they fall under the sad description. But it's much more powerful to be able to say, I feel a energy of deep despair when I stand in this corner of the room. Looking at the chart, it makes me think about the difference between just knowing your primary colors and knowing (laughs) the various tones that you can get out of those primary colors when they're blended with other colors to create. You know, so you can say purple or blue or you can say peony, you know, or cerulean, you know, so those are different tones of that primary color, but they're much more descriptive and they allow you to visualize what that color is versus just saying it's blue. It communicates with a lot more accuracy, you know, yes, it's accurate to say, I feel sad in this, when I stand in this corner of the room, in this space, I feel there's a sadness here. Yes, that's accurate, but it's a deeper accuracy to be able to say there's a sense of real despair here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you communicate and convey that energy, that particular frequency and bandwidth much more clearly to someone else to where they can sense, oh, okay, I understand what you're saying. I understand at a higher level. I want to share something that's kind of a fun story from a house that we lived in in the past. So we lived in a two-story house. It was an older style right across from one of my offices in North Carolina. While we were there, there was an older style kitchen that had been, you know, slightly remodeled, you know, a few things painted here and there to make it look a little bit fresher, a little bit nicer. But, you know, all the bones were pretty much the same. But one of the coolest features that was there in the kitchen was a built-in ironing board. So you'd open this little cabinet and this small ironing board that about half size would come out and you could just plug in your iron and iron things really quickly and then just shove it back up. And I love that. I love a shortcut because, you know, those things like, oh, I have to go get the ironing board and take it out and pull it back up. I mean, it was awesome. I really appreciated it. But what would always happen is when I would do cleansings in the house, because regularly, you know, you do saging and it's important when you have a lot of mediumship happening in the space and a lot of sensitive people in the space, you're going to build up a lot of potential energy that's there. And it's a good idea to dispense and diffuse that now and then. And so I do a lot of regular cleansing. So anytime I would take the sage, I would always find myself back at that ironing board. And I thought it was so weird that there was such this resentful energy at the ironing board. And it wasn't my energy. And Robert, it definitely wasn't your energy. No, I enjoy and the kids had zero to do with ironing. <laughs> yeah. So it was strange, like yeah. interesting. And I felt a woman's energy around that, that 
for whatever reason, this woman hated ironing or resented it, but there was it was definitely a feeling of bitterness and resentment around it. Mm-hmm. I brought in a shaman at one point for that particular house, and as he was walking through identifying different energies that were in the space also, he stopped as well at the ironing board and talked about that there was so much anger and buildup and frustration at that ironing board. So it was so interesting that we were able to use this shared dialogue right. as well, describing like this is the feelings, the heaviness, like despite the fact that we've cleansed it several times, there's this lingering mm-hmm. energy that was there from this woman who just must have really hated daily ironing. And so being able to convey specifically feelings and use the right language for those feelings can be very validating. It can be a good way to accurately describe what is happening and to convey that message to someone else. So when you are wanting to express the feelings that you are encountering in a space or from someone else or Mm -hmm. around someone, using this language can be helpful in describing taking that frequency and turning it into a language that someone else can understand. And when you are wanting to express your intuitive hits and feelings, this is a skill that you need to build up because there's a lot more to it than sad, mad, and happy. And it will determine the accuracy of what you're conveying to someone and how they interpret that energy and the accuracy of what it is that you're saying. So I'm going to link today in the show notes a feeling chart so that you can, you know, save the image that's there and print it out. It's a great feeling chart. It's done beautifully, so I think it's a perfect one to use for this exercise. And what I would encourage you to do if you want to develop the skill to a higher level and open to those empathic abilities to put words to the frequencies that you have is to first start to work with your feelings and identifying your feelings on a daily basis. So if you are using the intuitive booster, which I will also link in today's show notes, there's a place for you to identify what your energy level is for the day. And I want to encourage you to have your printed out feelings chart and identify at the same time what's the predominant feeling that you are having, going beyond sad, mad, happy. You know, what are the feelings that you can identify in the feeling chart? And play around with, are there multiple feelings there? We're not simple creatures. Sometimes there's multiple things that are happening on the front. And write it down in your intuitive booster to get in the habit of starting to, one, check in with yourself, to check in with what your body is storing and what emotional energy is flowing through you at the time and becoming aware that that can influence your decision making and can influence things in big ways. And the more that you become connected with those feelings and sensations flowing through you, you'll begin to feel and notice the differences in those frequencies and more easily describe them when you encounter the energy elsewhere, whether it be you're meeting someone at a party and you can, you know, their face is saying, happy, joyful, so good to see you. But underneath, you can feel this like real depth of insecurity and this hollowness that seems to be there and neediness, a pulling you in sort of feel. Um, a little bit of a psychic vampire quality. If you've ever met those people at networking meetings, <laughs> I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
But the more that you are identifying it within yourself, the more you can identify it when you feel the frequency that's around you. And then you'll start to get more accurate information about what it is that you're encountering, why certain things are making you feel more uncomfortable than other things, and why some of your danger alarm bells may go off at certain times versus, you know, in the past where you may just feel like, oh, I feel uncomfortable. But, you know, there's a depth of being uncomfortable too. So being able to identify and share with someone else. Being able to have a emotional language and an intuitive language that helps you to convey the things that you're experiencing will help your partners, will help the other people in your life to understand your position and understand exactly what it is that you're experiencing. So to say, I feel uncomfortable in this space for a lot of people may not mean something. For a sensitive person, it does. I think we can all be like, oh, you know, yeah, that's not a fun feeling. (laughs) That's not Mm -hmm. great. We don't want that energy. But for people who aren't as sensitive or aren't as aware of environmental energies to say, I feel uncomfortable, doesn't translate. To be able to say, I feel in this area of the house, a really deep pit of despair Like there is a real heaviness here that makes me feel really uncomfortable. That's a much more powerful statement when you're describing that to a partner or describing it to someone else than to just go, this makes me feel uncomfortable. So this is your challenge for this week and for beyond is to print out the feeling chart. The link is in the show notes for you. When you're using the intuitive booster to just help you with your intuition and checking in with yourself, I'm also going to link that in the show notes today. Identify the feelings and the multiple feelings that you are having just in general in your life because identifying that for yourself will help you to identify that within other people. Then as you start to get good at that, your next step is to practice using these words, using this new emotional intelligence and this new depth of language. When you walk into a space, start to ask yourself, how does this feel? Let me pay attention to everything that's here. I'm going to see the dresser that's over here. I'm seeing the blankets over there. I'm seeing the chair over there and the pillow there, and I'm feeling and sensing blah. Start to identify and use a greater depth of language when you're encountering other people to describe that experience for yourself mentally and for the experience that you're having within a space. And from there, as you begin to move further into your intuitive development, you have built in a more accurate language to convey the messages that you're truly getting from the spirit side. So I think that wraps us up for today. I do want to remind you that if you are not on our mailing list, we would love to invite you to join. We have program kickoffs starting in March. Lots of fun things and exciting things happening. And of course, we have our Reiki classes coming up in April, but you can find out all the information about new things that are coming up at sedonamedium.com forward slash mailing list. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash mailing list. We'd love to have you join us as you continue to develop your intuition, grow your depth of understanding of the spirit world, and so we can just support you in all the energetic changes that are happening right now. All right, everyone, have a blessed day. Namaste. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. 
The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. The information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Thank you.